Blog Talk Radio. Morning, afternoon, or evening, and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, your host, and we thank you for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry, and our hope and prayer for our listening audience is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime, and you can reach us through our website at Yield to the kingministry.org. Well, welcome back. Today we're going to continue our series about knowing our identity in Christ. This is part three. So we started back on July 28th, and we had an episode that was aired on August 11th, and here we are today on the 25th. So last time on August 11th, we looked at the relational aspects of knowing uh, God and Jesus Christ, and we examined different meanings for the word know, knowing, and knowledge. Today, we're going to talk about the functionality of our identity in Christ. What does that mean practically for each of us? How will the Christian virtues keep us productive and effective in God's kingdom building? So let me just say this. If you didn't hear episode one or part one and part two, go back and listen to them. July 28th and August 11th. And uh, give you an opportunity. If you're just joining us today in series three, you can go back and catch what we talked about in series one and two. So, all right, let's go ahead and get started. I always like to read the promotional material, and it really hasn't changed, but I'm going to go ahead and lay the foundation once again. Usually, identity is the way we perceive ourselves. It shapes our beliefs, and those core beliefs, in turn, drive what we think, say, and do. How do we describe ourselves? By our attributes, heritage, possessions, backgrounds, aspirations? Oftentimes, our description becomes our earthly identity. The active pursuit of finding, knowing, and growing in our spiritual identity is paramount. As believers and followers of Christ, we walk in the newness of life, a new creation, hence the term born again. John 3.3 says, very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. That's the New International Version. Being in Christ Jesus is our spiritual identity, and our identity in him is the greatest treasure on earth. All right, so here are the passages that I'm going to rattle or reference, rattle off for reference, and I want you to have them in advance, so if you're ready to write them down, good. I'm just going to go ahead and and say them, and then I'll reference them later on during the, the episode. So 2 Peter chapter 1 We're going to focus on verses 5 and 7. We're also going to look at Romans chapter 12, verse 11. We're going to reference Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. Exodus chapter 40, verse 38 will be referenced and mentioned. 
And then Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. So these past couple of series, in addition to this series today, we've been really unpacking Second Peter chapter 1, verses 1 through 14. And I'm going to read those again today, and this is from the New International Version. Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who through the righteousness of our God and Savior Jesus Christ have received a faith as precious as ours. Grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. His divine power has given us everything we need for godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Verse 4 says, through these he has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. Verse 5 says, for this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control perseverance and to perseverance godliness And verse 7 says, and to godliness, mutual affection, and to mutual affection, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. Verse 10 says, therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. For if you do these things, you will never stumble and you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I will always remind you of these things, even though you know them and are firmly established in the truth you now have. Verse 13 says, I think it is right to refresh your memory as long as I live in the tent of this body, because I know that I will soon put it aside as our Lord Jesus Christ has made clear to me. So that was Second Peter chapter 1, verses 1 through 14. Now that we know and have a better understanding of our identity in Jesus Christ, what is our responsibility? How does it show up? How does our identity show up on a daily basis? How does it manifest daily in our lives? Peter goes on to say in verses 5 and 6, now for this in chapter 1, now for this very reason, what reason is he talking about? He's actually going back and referring to verse 4, that we've escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. And in order to do this, we must apply all diligence in our faith, supply moral excellence, and in our moral excellence, knowledge, and in our knowledge, self-control, and in our self-control, perseverance, and in our perseverance, godliness, and in our godliness, brotherly kindness, and in our brotherly kindness, love. Remember a couple of weeks ago, we kind of talked about the word know, knowing, and knowledge. And I referred you to the Strong's Concordance, Exhaustive Concordance, which is all online now. And we looked at the word gnosis, 
G-N-O-S-I-S, which means primarily seeking to know, to make an inquiry, an investigation, especially of spiritual truths. Peter is insisting upon the validation of our Christian calling and election. How? Well, he's admonishing us. He's exhorting us that we must practice these Christian virtues. He is, he is holding us to the true, timeless truths of faith and to continue growing toward Christian maturity. We know that in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 through 3, um, we are being urged to live a life worthy of the calling that we have received. And we are being exhorted again to, to be humble and gentle and patient and bearing one another in love and to make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. So we want to walk worthy. We want to live worthy of the calling that we have received. And so in order to, to, to live out a productive and an effective life as a believer and follower of Christ, we must practice Christian virtues. So let's talk about the Christian virtues that Peter references in 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 5, 6, and 7. I'm going to read those again for you. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to your goodness knowledge and to your knowledge self-control and to self-control perseverance and to perseverance godliness and to godliness mutual affection and to mutual affection love. Moral excellence. What is moral excellence? Well, it's the good. It's goodness. It's goodness according to Christ's standards, not man's standards. Man's standards are all over the map. You know, it's a it's a moving target. You know, what's morality for one person is immorality for someone else. But God's Christ's goodness is the standard for moral excellence. Knowledge. Well, that comes from the Holy Spirit and is focused on the person and word of God. It's not just a head knowledge. It's a heart knowledge, too. It's an, that, that implication that we're in a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Self-control. What is self-control? Well, having your passions under control. Perseverance means remaining steadfast, steadfast Excuse me, and enduring, especially under adversity. Godliness. Well, it's, it's our God obligation, mankind's obligation to revere God, to have reverence toward God, to lift his name on high. And then brotherly kindness, well, it's a fervent, practical caring for others. Earnestly and honestly caring for others and placing others above yourself. And then love is desiring the highest good. Do you remember the fruits of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit? In Galatians 5, chapter 22, 30, 23, Galatians chapter 5, 22 through 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. And 23 says gentleness and self-control. Against such things there is no law. So we live out these virtues so we don't render ourselves fruitless and nonproductive. If we are lacking in these qualities, then we're blind and short-sighted and true knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. That knowledge would be the word epignosis, which denotes exact or full knowledge, acknowledgement, discernment, recognition, which implies an intimate and personal relationship. 
We don't want to be lacking in our true knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. I think about the children of Israel having, uh, when they left Egypt and they were wandering around in the desert, their old identity was a slave. Their new identity was the death angel had passed over them and saved them from death. And they also had crossed over the Red Sea. God obliterated their enemies who were in hot pursuit. They had received the law, and God's presence, the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire, was with them night and day. The presence of God hovered over the tabernacle. Imagine that. Yet they were unhappy, disgruntled, and complained. They wanted to return to slavery in Egypt. That life was better. They resorted to what they thought was comfort, their old identity. How often do we do that? You know, the children of Israel are not and will never be the only ones who look back. Here's a principle for us. Once you have been delivered from the enemy's bondage and redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ, your new identity is, in Christ is permanent. There is no going back. So once you've been delivered from the enemy's bondage and redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ, your new identity in Christ is permanent. There is no going back. Okay, I want to make this a little more practical and have a little bit of fun with this. How many pieces of identification do you have? I have a few pieces. I have a passport, which would be a universal piece of identification. I have a local driver's license for Washington State in the United States in the Pacific Northwest. And I have an employee ID. All of these IDs have some sort of picture on them. But these identifications expire or they can be revoked. They also have to be renewed. I renew my passport every 10 years and my driver's license, I think based on my birth year, I have to renew every five years. And then if you lose any of these identification pieces, another one has to be issued. Listen to this everlasting promise. Our identity in Jesus Christ is granted with privileges, and it is permanent. It never expires. It never has to be replaced, and God himself is the one who issues the identification. If I had to carry around my Christian identity, so to speak, and this is where I'm going to have fun with this, this is what mine would say. My ID number is John 3:16. We know that verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Ah, uh, you know, your date of birth is usually on your identification. That would be the day that I became born again a new creation in Christ Jesus, the day that I asked Jesus Christ to come into my heart as Savior and Lord. What would my name be? Well, my name would be the name that I have now, Naja. My middle initial is E, last name is Brown. But my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. That's a promise. Being born again is this blessing, and the power of God, and spoken in John three sixteen, is 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 this power. What would my status be? Well, my status is saved by grace, blessing. My address, 
I had fun with this. I took an address, created an address. This is my identity. If I had to carry identity around in Christ Jesus, my address would be 777 Sojourner Street. 777. Seven is a number of completion. Sojourner Street. Heaven-bound Washington State. Because this place is not my home. I am a sojourner. I am only passing through. That's a promise. And then the classification that would be reflected on my Christ identification is that I am heir to the kingdom. And that is a promise. So in Second Peter chapter 1, verse 12, Peter says, So I will always remind you of these things, even though you know them and are firmly established in the truth you now have. And verse 13 says, I think it is right to refresh your memory as long as I live in the tent of this body. So I am reminding you, even though I know you know, I know you know your identity in Christ Jesus. So I hope these past series, series one, two, and three, will help you to package it so that it makes sense and that you can live it out and be productive. So I just want to thank you for joining us today. Today's episode completes our series on knowing our identity in Christ. Let's walk in the newness of life that we have in Christ Jesus. Embrace our identity in him, and let's not look back. Practice the Christian virtues so we can mature in Christ and be productive and effective as followers of Christ. And with that, may God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. We'll talk again in a couple of weeks. God bless you. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.